0: Hello, everyone. Today's lesson, November 15, 2020, titled Loving Others, Unit 3, Godly Love Among Believers. Devotional reading, Hebrews chapter 13, verses 1 through 8. Background scriptures, 1 John chapter 3, verses 11 through 24. 2 John, which only has one chapter, verses 4 through 11. 3rd John, which only has one chapter, verses 5 through 8. Print passage, 1st John, chapter 3, verses 11 through 24. We start off with a word of prayer. Turn God, our Father, thank you for allowing us just to come together just one more time, Lord. Touch the Sunday school lesson, Lord. Touch the teacher that's teaching the Sunday school lesson, Lord. Help me bring the message as you see fit, Lord. And just not allow the hearers to just be hearers. Allow them to be doers also, Lord. And just touch the Missionary Baptist Church, Lord. Forgive us for our sins, Lord. Have grace and mercy upon the land, Lord. Upon the coronavirus, Lord. Just keep your arms of protection around us as we go from day to day, Lord. Trying to be the best Christians that we can be, Lord. Just give us that strength. Give us that energy. Give us that vision, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today's lesson titled, Loving Others. And, you know, it's easier said than done. In Christ he set the, he made the perfect example of how to love. And the new commandment to us when Christ came is to love thy neighbor as thyself. And we really have to learn to put self aside just as Jesus put self aside and died on the cross for our sins so we'll have right to the tree of life. And I've said it plenty times in the past, there's no reason to command a person and tell a person to love if they're already doing it. We as humans, we might think that we're doing it, but we're not. So when part of Christ's reason for coming not just for dying for our sins, but to set the example of how to love, to lead by example. You know, we, we as people we only want to respect those who lead by example. Well Christ led by example with showing how to love. So I'm gonna start off with the biblical context and it reads as follows. When the apostle John composed this letter His purpose was to confront the heredity of gynotism that was infecting the churches in Asia Minor with false doctrine. Gynotism taught that the physical world was inherently evil and spiritual. Unseen things were good. Practically explained, its proponents denied Christ's incarnation and taught that he could not have taken on a physical human body because matter was evil. John possessed a true pastor's heart and therefore wrote to oppose this doctrinal threat and to encourage and reassure the faithful and genuine believers. John primarily focuses on the theme of test of reality in the Christian life. Outlines of this letter differ among scholars, but after his introduction in 1 John chapter 1 verses 1-4, through 4, His focus is on obedience, love, and truth, as he discusses how to identify true fellowship and true Christianity. The focus of the printed text is upon tests that identify demonstrational love for fellow believers. See 1 John chapter 3 verses 11 through 18, and tests for adherence to God's commandments. See 1 John chapter 3 verses 19 through 24 so if you read the 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 three books of john like it says in the biblical context his letters was to address the gynocism that was going on that was affecting the churches in asia minor you know basically the false doctrine you know this is after Christ's ascension back into heaven in his three years of ministry and True Christianity was being taught by the disciples. And we all know that the day of Pentecost, three thousand souls were saved. And that set the stage for the Holy Spirit descending down from heaven and giving the disciples everything that they needed to carry on Christianity in the gospel. And and, and opposing this Christianity was a form of gynotism. And as it says in the biblical context, these were individuals that taught that the physical world was inherently evil and spiritual. Unseen things were good. So gynotism in the physical world being inherently evil. Now, we all know that the devil is the is the prince of the world. Being that he's the prince of the world, there is a worldly system set that's not. Valuing godly morals. And this worldly system and the knowledge behind the worldly system is kind of being promoted by these individuals that are teaching this gynetism. And as it says in the biblical context, they deny Christ's incarnation. And that he could not have taken on a physical human body because matter was evil. Now, we all know the reason why Christ came down from 42 generations to come to die for our sins. And in the book of Genesis, God created the earth and the way God created the earth. It was designed good, perfect, as it says in the scriptures. But sin stepped in and made things unperfect and evil. So, although sin stepped in and made things evil, doesn't mean that anything made of the world is evil, and doesn't mean that Christ wasn't capable of taking on flesh and still being perfect which he was so they they the the heredity the the heredity which is going against the christianity and a false doctrine this is basically antichrist because if you don't believe in christ you can't believe in god you got to go through the Son to get to the father so john wrote these letters to these churches in asia minor to address this false doctrine And to let them under, let them to reassure them that he had to reassure them to the true believers, as it says in the biblical context, to encourage them to keep the faith. Don't allow this false doctrine to cloud your mind, to change your thinking. This is not true. This is the Antichrist. And the antichrist is governed by Satan. So John being who he was very dedicated and loving to the ministry of of Christ and the gospel and being a pastor, he addressed these issues just as Paul was so dedicated to his ministry and wrote many letters to various churches to address any false doctrine and any false teaching, because after Christ, a lot of false teachings set place, a lot of false doctrines set place. And that's why it's so important for us to read the Word of God, read the Scriptures for ourselves. Don't allow man's knowledge and direction to be our only trust. We have to do it for ourselves. This this Christian walk is personal It's between us. I mean, you as an individual, Christ and God is personal. So we have pastor to lead us and direct us. But just as pastors say, read it for yourself so you when so you can stay rooted in the world, strong foundation. So when people get to talking false doctrine, you already know. You know we can't get sucked up in to these false doctrines and false teachings we have the scriptures there's no excuse so John he, he addressed these issues and as it says in the biblical context you know he wrote to oppose this doctrinal threat and to encourage and reassure the faithful and genuine believers John primarily focuses on the theme of test of reality in the Christian life and yes this is a test you know christ he was tested you know the devil he he tested him in many ways you know he was hungry and then he fasted for 40 days the devil tempted him to tell him hey if you the son of god turn these stones into bread if you're so hungry you know he put him up on that that pinnacle and, and and told him hey i give you the whole world and and these are things that we're gonna have to go through temptations of life test of life To prove our Christianity, to prove what we're being true about what we portray to be, what we claim to be. And the only how we can show our trueness is if God tests us. You know, it's easy for us to talk it and and act it and, and portray it. But, you know, when it come down to the nitty gritty, we have to be putting it to action just like christ he put it to action you know and he he died a violent death for us to to lead by example to wash away our sins to 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 to, to give us right to the tree of life so and and, and it is our responsibility to stay rooted in the word so john as it says his focus is on obedience Love and truth, as he discusses how to identify true fellowship and true Christianity now obedience, obedience uh, when you show obedience, you're showing faith in God. These commandments that God give us that God gives us the instructions, Christ, the new commandment, love. Your neighbor, love one another as I have shown you. And the truth and how we are to fellowship. These are the this is the example Christ set. And John, he's re- reiterating and promoting. Christ's example in the gospel. Without love, you can't be a Christian. And love is an action word and if you are truly a true christian you have to learn to put self aside to show love for others that don't mean be a rug and let people walk over you and and and, and you, you give them everything god bless you with but love will be shown just as christ shown it the washing of the disciples feet being a servant not being um, a, a person with the pride of life and um, wanting to be all into the world and having everybody bow down to you and being a boss. No, that's not love. Love is being compassionate and patient and, and long suffering just as. Christ long suffered. And just as God long suffers with us and he be patient with us when we're when we was young and foolish and, you know, and, and still being foolish. Um, but God knows our hearts. If we're truly being who we proclaim to be, if we're truly being a servant of God, if we're really taking Christianity serious. So, John, he's addressing these issues that's going on in the Asia Minor churches and this false doctrine that's being taught. And in today's lesson is is the focus of this false doctrine. So we're going to start off with the first outline titled Love, the Evidence Test. Comes out of the first John chapter 3, verses 11 through 15, reads as follows For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So, John chapter 3 as he addressed the Asia minor churches and the false doctrine that's being taught, the gynotism. today's lesson, he's just trying to get them to understand the instructions and the instructions that Jesus set forth before he ascended back into heaven. And in the first verse where it says, "Ye heard from the beginning that we should love one another, the beginning of, Christianity after Jesus ascension after his death burial and resurrection resurrection that was the beginning of Christianity and the example and the actions that needs to be set if we are true Christians Christ-like and as in verse 12 as it states not as Cain now we all know in the book of Genesis. The story of Cain and Abel brothers and Cain although he was presented as a worshiper of God but he was actually energized by Satan the evil one and the character characteristics of Satan hate envy jealousy murderous, and he allowed these characteristics and this spirit to take over him and kill his only brother. And Cain, allowing the spirit to take over him by Satan, because we have the decision to do good and do evil. Those that choose to do good, Spirit of God is they're being led by the spirit of God. Those that choose to do evil, being led by the spirit of Satan. So Cain had an ungodly character. And just as John is addressing the false doctrine that's going on, the gynotism, he's giving the example of Cain. So although you have individuals that may dress up on Sunday and they suit and drive a nice car, and claim to be a Christian. Doesn't mean that. Just because they are service don't mean that they are true Christian. And we have to understand that. Allow God to lead us and protect us. From these individuals that portray. Because the devil he got his people up in church too. Learning the word. Twisting it up. To use it to his own benefit and profit. And this gynotism that John is addressing is a prime example. So th- his attitude was the same as this present world. Therefore, believers should not be surprised that they are hated by it. So as a true Christian, we're carrying ourselves with righteousness as Abel did. The world is going to hate that. And the reason why the world hate that is because we expose what they do wrong. We expose their beliefs. You know, when we say love, they say hate. You know, when we say be patient, they say no, don't give nobody a second chance. You know, when we say be a servant, they say no, you bow down to me. So these worldly values is all governed by Satan. And as true Christians, when we carry on Christ-like values, we're going to be hated. And John is letting the true the, the true believers and the genuine believers know that as you go from day to day in your Christian walk, you're going to be hated. But don't allow that to to dictate And to drive you away, stay rooted, stay strong, stay a genuine and true believer of Christ. You're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some people opposing. It's just going to be people who's not going to listen. They're going to choose to follow the flesh. They're going to choose to follow Satan and they're going to choose to be in the world. See, although we're of the world and we breathe the same air as the unsaved don't mean that we have to be in the world being in the world means to be of the worldly values and morals that's set see the devil he's the prince of the world he controls the worldly system sin is governed by the worldly system you see how they took prayer out of the schools and the same-sex marriages that's not a godly system that's a worldly system being governed by satan and although these this worldly system controls part of our lives as far as some of the things that we do have to do pay taxes and um work jobs but that don't mean that our moral values should be dictated by the worldly system and john this is basically what he's trying to get the the asian Minor church to understand and to let them know that you're gonna be hated but stay strong you know john makes it clear to his audience that in god's eyes everyone who hates his brother is a murderer you know we all had to have those jealousy and envy fleshly desires in us but that don't mean that we gotta allow it to take over us it's a choice god gives us free will and we, we have to make the right decision if we claim claiming to be a true Christian. We have to make Christ-like decisions. Christ set the stage. Perfect example. You know, he came down and showed that although we might not be able to keep the law and keep the commandments due to our nature of sin that we have been born in, he's given us right to the tree of life if we are true believers in him. And that he came and took on flesh and died on the cross and stayed there for three days and rose again. We have to believe that. You know, and it's 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 so many people that I don't know why it's so hard to believe. Like we didn't get here on our own. This worldly this world that was that was created by God is too many things that falls into place that the ecosystem and how things are governed should let you know that this ain't you no know, big bang theory just make us you know things just didn't fall into place on his own you know these this is god's creation we are god's creation but a true believer is god a child of god So, the unsaved is God's creation, but a true believer is a child of God, one who has accepted Christ as his personal savior and believing in Christ. You know, Christ took on flesh, and we all know that although we are sinful in our flesh, that doesn't mean that Christ was. He set the stage to let us know. So, the evidence test as the outline is titled as we go from day to day we're gonna be tested and just like Cain portrayed to be a Christian but he allowed jealousy and envy to take over and murders his own brother like a like an animal out in the street as the scriptures say we have to learn to not allow jealousy to take over envy to take over We have to allow to control our emotions. We have to allow the Spirit, the Holy Spirit to take us. Ask God for strength. You know, like pastors say all the time, you know, we all have done things and we say to ourselves, why did I do that? You know, I do it very so often. But if we're trying to be a true believer, we should have it in our conscience to try to please God. You know, when we have our spouses... And the things that we love, we do, we try to do to please those things, um, to to, to be governed by those things. Well, we have to learn to allow the word of God to govern us. So although we're going to fall short, and God knows this, but as we grow stronger in the word, we'll be able to pass these tests. We'll be able to not stumble upon these stumbling blocks that the devil set forth. We'll be able to allow the scriptures to stay rooted in us and to be able to overcome these obstacles. And John, as a true disciple, and being dedicated, that's the stage that we should set. Being a true disciple, showing love and this all governed and energized by love if you a child of satan you're going to be energized by hate just like Cain. so second outline titled love demonstrated coming out of the first book the book of first john chapter three verses 16 through 18 and it reads as follows hereby perceive we the love of god because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whosoever, but whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed. And in truth, so as you see in the the, the 16th verse, hereby perceive we the love of God because He laid down His life for us. He's talking about Christ, John is talking about Christ and how He laid down His life for us, and He set the stage and set the perfect example of how we're to be if we're to be true Christians now he laid down his life and we have instructions to love and if we're being governed by love and and it comes upon a time where we have to lay down our life it's a crucial decision that we have to make and we have to love Christ. We have to love God. And we have to love God's people. And you have, and so be it if, 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 if this is God's will. Like the, the scriptures clearly say, he will never leave us or forsake us. And, and hopefully we'll never have to face that decision to have to lay down our lives. Christ already laid down his life for us. But if it's God's will, so be it. We all know that the Hebrews in the fiery furnace wouldn't, wouldn't bow down to these this, the, the, to, to, to the false doctrine, wouldn't bow down, wouldn't bow down to the worldly system. And God was with them. You know, Abraham was told to slay his son as a, as a sacrifice. And when the time came, Abraham was willing to do it. He showed the faith, but he didn't have to do it. God stepped in right on time. It's like he stepped in right on time when the Hebrews was thrown in the fiery furnace. You know, he stepped in right on time. Daniel and the lions den. So, but it's a test just as the first outline, the evidence test. So we have to be willing to die if it all, if it's, you know, if it's all said and done. When it's all said and done. But God. Christ laid down the perfect example. God wants us, he wants to know if we are true about our Christian wall. He knows our hearts. And the scriptures say he'll never leave us or forsake us. And he'll never put no more on us than what we can bear. But we have to be prepared mentally to carry on the gospel and carry ourselves like a true Christian. It's not a job about just showing up on Sunday. It's twenty four seven. You know, it's 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 to be embedded in our heart, and it's a process. And John, he's letting them know, hey, Christ laid down His life for us. Point in time where we might have to lay our lives down. And in verse seventeen, and it, these things that God blesses with, and if we see our brother in need, and we choose to not help him, that's not a that's not a, a a Christian. That's not Christ-like. That's not showing compassion. That's not showing love. And it says, in need. Not an individual who wants something that, that's not necessary to their survival. We're talking about in need. and in, in trouble. You know, God blesses us. But he don't just bless us to be all in our blessings and be all by all bragging and being all high up on a pedestal. He blesses us so that we can bless others. And not just with materialistic possessions. Blesses us with the strength to be example. Like God, like Christ was. And John he's 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 addressing and, and giving the instruction that if it's another brother in Lee, especially a Christian brother. We have the responsibility to be there and help in the time of need. We have that. We have that responsibility because Christ did it for us through his years of ministry and and his years down here on earth. How many people he, he healed, raised those from the from the dead. And minister to those that's christ and being christ-like is doing things that christ did now we're not perfect god knows this but we have to show progress that we're trying we have to put in effort to show that we truly are trying that we truly do love god see when it's a when, as a man, when it's a woman that we love, you know, we put in effort to make sure that we be on her good side, you know, and vice versa. Same thing. You know, we put in effort when we go to our jobs because we want this new car or this certain house or these new suits. We put in effort, but we should put in effort to show love. And this, and this is the effort that Christ put in, and the example that He set. And John said, "My little children," and He's saying that because, as 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 Christians, especially those that are just starting off in the Christianity spirit and 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 and, and belief. In God's eyes, we all are children, and. As we grow, we'll grow to be bigger children, but we'll always be a child in the eyes of God. And as we mature, we'll be able to be stronger. And John, he's also very endearing about his letter to these Asia Minor churches to address this. Gynetism. and he's being sincere you know just as pastor High, he say he, I love my children and and how he has set the example and minister us and be there in our times of need and hospital visits and burying family members and just being a spiritual leader and guider we have to learn to set that same Example, as we grow more into the word of God, as we be more like Christ, putting self aside, helping those, not just being here for our own self gain, being here for our own personal desires, you know, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. These things are Some of the things that John is addressing. You know, our personal desires, our physical desires. You know, our self-interest. We have to learn to put self aside. And not allow these things to govern us. Yeah, we have to learn to enjoy life. Do some of the things God wants us to enjoy life. But he wants us to enjoy life within his commandments. You know, that don't mean that he don't want us to have fun. But... We have to do it in a responsible manner and set an example as a Christian. And as it says, let us let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. See, as you go through life and you come across situations in life. And you know, and these people that has been there for years, I love you, man. I'll be there. Just give me a call. And, you know, and, 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 and and portraying that they going to always be there and love you and they talking with tongue, but John is just trying to get them to understand, do it in deed. And in truth, love is an action word and It should be put to action. Not talk about it. Be about it. And if we choose to not help those. Who are obviously in need. That's not being an example of being Christ-like. You know. If we see a brother that's in need of clothing. And it's cold. And in need of food. Shelter we have the responsibility to try to help these individuals and the spirit to tell you the spirit to tell you if we allow the spirit to govern us it'll tell you god will let us know who we need to help He's, he has his arms of protection around us he has his angels you know throughout the book throughout the bible you know he sent angels all the time to tell those he sent an angel to tell mary hey, I'm going to conceive the child of God in you. Jesus Christ told Joseph, don't be afraid, protect Mary. You know, He told Moses in the burning bush, hey, you're going to lead my Israelites out of Egypt. You know, He speaks to us, but we have to listen when the spirit talks. And we have to put it to action, not just talk about it, be about it. And this is what John is trying to explain and the, the, the evidence of genuine love is deeds you know it's, it's no excuse to be super selfish and, and God has blessed us with so much but we choose to toot our nose up in the air and carry that high horse because of those who might be making mistakes and facing the trials and tribulations in life Just as the first outline, the evidence test, you know, we're tested. And although sometimes we might not want to dig in our pockets, we might not want to, you know, go visit those in the hospital. We might not want to do certain things because we want to watch the football game or, you know, we want to be by ourselves for self-enjoyment. You know, we have to look at what Christ did for us. It wasn't enjoyment when he died a violent death on, on, on the cross, spit it on, poked in the side, nails in his hands and feet. You know he long suffered. and you know, We're going to have to deal with some of this same long suffering, whether we want to do it or not. We have to ask ourselves when the time presents, are we being like Christ? You know, you have to check yourself. Because trust me, we're not perfect in the in this Christian walk. God tests us, you know we have to ask ourselves and not be so quick to react with certain things. So John, he's 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 letting he's letting this this Asia Minor church know that don't allow these false doctrines to take over. Don't allow this gynetism to cloud your thinking. Stay a true believer in Christ. Christ put on flesh and their teaching was that Christ couldn't have put on flesh because if he did, then he was evil. No, that's not the truth. And love is demonstrated when he put on flesh, you know, the washing of the disciples feet. That was a demonstration of love. You know, that was an act of love, of of true service, being a servant. Not being uh, high up on this pedestal. Tooting your nose down in the air on those who might not know the word. Those who are living life foolish. You know. Compassionate. So, you know, and, and I, you know, my theory, if you want to know a, a, a true individual and if they really love, put some money in the place and put some danger in the place. You don't expect nobody to clear their bank account out for you. But like the scriptures, where you store your treasures is where you store your heart at. You know, if you're gonna sit back and, and, and treasure these these things and not show love to individuals, trust me, God got something in store for you. And, and and in danger. You know, that's the, the Peter. Although he 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 cut one of the the officers' ears off when they went to arrest Christ but then Christ I already knew that Peter was gonna deny him when it was when it was the eyes was against him when it was a big crowd and they were saying crucify Christ, crucify Christ, and Peter was there and they say hey you one of them No no I'm not You know it the Hebrew boys wouldn't bow down. Um, you see, Judas he betrayed them all for the love of money. So we have to, we have to check ourselves. And as the outline is titled, "Love Demonstrated," can't just talk about it; be about it. In deed and in truth, as the as as verse eighteen say. Not just talk. Because we all know talk is cheap. And people will say, tell it to you a million times a day. But if they ain't showing it, then that's all in vain. You know, trust me. The devil, he's 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 conniving. He's cunning. He's slick. And we can't fall for these individuals that tell us everything we want to hear. We need to know the truth. And the truth is... Is going to be governed by love people tell you the truth because they want you to better yourself without them without them having some type of benefit behind it you know this john and the rest of the disciples and christians they do things for us to better ourselves to give us right to the tree of life and that's our responsibility Not to have somebody as our own little personal assistant for our own little personal agenda. No, this is, this is like Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. That's the Christian instructions, the Christian life, the Christian walk. So we're going to get into the last outline titled Love Produces Confidence. Chapter one of. I mean, verse 1 John chapter 3, verses 19 through 24. And it reads as follows. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and know of all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God and whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight and this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment and he that keepeth his commandment dwelleth in him and he in him, and hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he hath given us. So as you see in this last outline, titled Love Produces Confidence, and John starts off saying, And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall are sure our hearts. Before him Now We know that Honestly We're going to have struggles in life And our struggles Are going to be Our Falling short To keeping God's commandments Because we're not perfect But rest assured that God knows our heart and we can't beat up on ourselves trying to be perfect because we're not and in verse 20 and 21 (coughs) the scriptures is letting us know that we're going to fall short but don't allow it to be your complete stumbling block don't allow it to be The reason you backslide. God forgives us. But He knows when we're putting effort in. He knows when we're trying. He knows when we're trying to be a child of God. But we have that nature of sin on us. So we're going to do some things that's going to be against His will. And God understands this. He's aware. But through Christ, who died on the cross. He endured that punishment for us to give us right to eternal life. So we're going to have some issues. We're going to have some things that we're going to do. But are we doing it without regard for God? Are we doing it strictly to just be disrespectful? You know, are we doing it knowing that it's not the right thing to do? You know, the flesh is weak. You know, God knows this. And John, he's trying to get the church to understand that. You know, we're gonna fall short. But stay rooted. Stay loving. God, he will he will forgive us. You know, and although we fall short, knowing that we're being a true Christian. That should allow us to still be confident when we face God, when we have to answer to him. And John, he's he's letting us know if our hearts do condemn us because of some of our failure after we have been engaged in practical acts of blood, we can remind ourselves that God is well aware of our commitment to the truth. You know, John's purpose was to console these believers, to let them know. To live up to the standards of loving others You know, we're going to struggle Because we struggle Because sin is part of our DNA You know But God, he's a just God And he judges us accordingly You know Um, But if we're doing what we're supposed to do Walking in obedience Then we have that confidence to know That he's going to be with us we don't have to be living in fear. We don't have to be living in shame. You know, just as 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 Adam and Eve once they they, they ate that that apple when they was told not to, so they 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 hid. You know, we don't have to be like a king where, you know, we 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 allowing the spirit to take over. We don't have to be like Judas, you know, knowing he betrayed Jesus and. He hung himself <laughs> He beat up on himself Christ knew he was going to do it You know he, God knows What we going to do before we do it And Christ he, he died for us To take on Our sin to, to To pay the penalty for it But we have to Show that effort See, when we go to our jobs, people know when we when, when it's something we want, we put in effort. You know, we don't just sit back <coughs> and wait for instructions and do the minimum. When it's something we want, we we go over and beyond. You know, when it's that 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 girl that we want, we go over and beyond. You know, we 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 long suffer. We do what it takes. You know, and that's what Christ did for us. And that's what we have to do in the Christian walk. And if we're doing what we're supposed to do, we'll have the confidence. Like it says, love produces confidence. If we're loving God like how we're supposed to trying to keep his commandments. We're going to have confidence. And and it's in and in, in insurance, when we pray. Now, when we pray, it's not like. A magic wand where we're just going to be granted our every every wish and command. You know, God, he knows what to give us and he knows what not to give us. And he's never going to leave us or forsake us. Scriptures say that the book of Hebrews. Um, and we're not going to get everything in life. Everybody is not going to get that healing. Everybody is not going to get that spouse. Everybody is not going to get those materialistic possessors. All because we're being obedient. But one thing we're gonna get is eternal life. You know, we're not to store our treasures down here on earth. Our treasures is to be stored up in heaven. And to to get to the gates of heaven and and, and enter them, we have to prepare ourselves and carry ourselves in a Christ-like manner. And we have to do this all being driven and governed by love and as it says that we should believe on the name of his son christ jesus jesus christ and love one another as he gave us the commandment and he that keepeth his commandment and dwelleth in him and he in him and hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he hath given us the spirit which he hath given us See, when you accept Christ as your personal Savior, the, the Holy Spirit is to, is to ascend, ascend it down from heaven after Christ. I mean, to, to send it down from heaven after Christ ascended back into heaven. And that Holy Spirit is going to tell us what way to go, what we should do. It's the comforter. You know, we have to allow that spirit to to lead us, to guide us, and that that spirit is 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 governed by God. We have to learn to put self aside, and as John is trying to minister to this gynatism going on, and to not believe in this false knowledge that's being taught, and and. And um, and not fall short To This false doctrine Because this false jo- doctrine Is being governed by the Antichrist You know We have to allow the spirit to lead us So And if we allow the spirit to lead us We can do it in confidence As the outline says You know um, When we teach we can do it in confidence Knowing that we have done what God has told us to do. You know, when, 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 we, when we are a true representative, you know, we do it with confidence. You know, when you go to school and you do your homework and it's test time, you know, you're confident that you're going to pass this test. Because you done did your homework. You know, you done studied. You done prepared yourself. So when our day comes. And we go before God, or the Spirit God comes before us, you know we can be confident that we have been Christ-like. Now we know that we're gonna fall short, but knowing that we're putting in effort, that's what God wants. And that's what the true Christian walk is about. So and John and the rest of the disciples and how they set the stage and encourage the genuine and true believers that's our job to encourage the true believers to stay strong and rooted and make sure that we don't fall short to the Antichrist, to these false teachings, that we keep that relationship with God, that we stay committed, and that we love, you know faith and we have to keep it so in closing thoughts loving others is the brand of the christian life it is the fundamental virtue that distinguishes the children of god from the children of satan it is also the source of confidence and a remedy for self-condemnation when we fail to teach god's standards strength for loving others is always available because of the abiding presence of our Christ through the Holy Spirit. Our responsibility is to consistently obey his commandments and pray according to his will for our lives. Thank you for participating in today's Sunday School Lesson.